You are listening to Confident AF, embracing your badass true self. Do you want to learn how to be self-confident, have your own back and trust yourself so that you can live with passion, purpose, and go after the life of your dreams? Do you want to be reacquainted with your badass true self? Do you want to stop hiding so that you can play bigger in your life rather than sitting on the sidelines? Well, this podcast will give you the tools, strategies to be able to help you untangle those beliefs, rules, and manuals that have you trapped in the shame spiral and the should vortex. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Well, hello, hello, and I am so happy that you're here We have been doing a lot of work. We, as in me and all the squirrels, have been doing a lot of work on myself and my self-growth, the business that is what I want to be able to bring to you guys so that we can be able to lift all ships so that you can be able to have what you need and be able to be confident AF and be aligned with that. And so have you guys been doing what's new? What's fun and exciting. It has been a hot minute. What I was looking back was the last time that I was on this podcast, it was nine months ago and, um, it's kind of cringeworthy, not really happy with that. However, a lot has happened in my brain and my heart and my business And I am so ecstatic to be able to share this with you. We are, we, I keep saying we, um, me and all my squirrels are (laughs) expanding into YouTube. That is why you were here. If you were watching me on YouTube and if you were listening to me on podcast, I wanted to be able to end up having that as well so that I can reach more people. My goal and what I want to end up doing is reaching a million people, helping people be able to become more aligned and attuned with my, with themselves, as well as being confident, developing self-trust and all of that. Well, what does that mean to you? That means that you can show up in relationships more confident and self-assured that you do not need to be validated by what they do and that sort of thing that you can end up showing up fully as yourself and allowing and being more present in that moment. It has really transformed my relationships in my life. Um, It's also to stop people pleasing and stop putting yourself on the back burner so that you could be able to end up showing up in your life and doing things that will get you to the place in your life and become the person that you want to be rather than depleting all your resources. And that's what we're going to be talking about. What is truly your responsibility and what isn't? And we're going to be end up talking about managing your resources. And I will explain what those are, what those look like, and how you can be able to move forward and start doing the work. When you end up working with me, we actually get deeper into this and you learn so much more in everyday life. So 
let's get started. We, and I have my notes down here for those that are on YouTube and um, I want to let you see me read. So anyway, your responsibilities is the fact of managing your resources. So what are your resources? They are your time and your money. That's normally the two that come up for most people. But you also have yourself, which is also the effort you put into things, the physical part of you, and then, and, and taking care of, you know, your self body, um, being able to take care of your mental state and your emotional state. And what happens is that when we don't manage those, when we don't realize that we get to be in charge of that, instead of having someone else be able to do that, because honestly, most of my life I have abdicated or expected other people to fulfill me, to make me feel happy, to be able to provide for me the things that I could be providing for myself. That actually leaves you feeling almost hopeless in uh, some cases of my clients, um, be able to give you an easy out to blame other people as to your lot in life, right? But you actually have that empowerment, that responsibility to be able to do that. Normally, um, whenever you have had trauma, which by the way, pst, we all have had trauma, but when we end up having trauma, it tends to show up sometimes as people pleasing, fixing, being an empath, taking on other people's emotions, um, even hyper-independence where you're actually keeping people away and be like, I don't need people. I can do this for myself. I don't need that. That is a result of trauma that we all have had in one way or another being rejected or the fear of rejection. It is also where when we end up having people pleasing, it can be um, can bring up feelings of guilt if you're not showing up and doing things because you recognize that it would be a burden to someone else. And you'll have this guilt, like these are the things that I should be doing. I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I don't want them to have it. So I'll take it on myself, even though you part of your resources or all of your resources are getting depleted. It'll also can feel, you can feel shame about it and not worthy, not enough. You'll diminish um, what is important to you, what your values are, how you want to end up showing up in the world. Um, and then it can even grow into or be fueled by anger or even fear. And then we tend to either blame someone else that things aren't happening. So you got to pick it up. And you got to do this because it's not going to get done anyway. Is this sounding true to anybody? I know it's ringing true for me. I know it's ringing true for a lot of my clients that we end up, that I end up working with. And sometimes, and I'm, I am the queen of this one is that fine, I'll do it. I'll just put myself aside and be able to do that and to go into martyrdom. Of course, we're going to end up doing that because we're people pleasing. We're trying to fix other people. We're, we're trying to be an empath or whatever, just hyper vigilant and being hyper um, independent. So how do you end up moving into that? Well, first you need to understand 
what's your responsibility and what's not your responsibility. So first of all, what you're, what you're not responsible for is you're not responsible to manage other people's feelings, other people's actions, words, attitudes. We want to end up having things to be happy because we're sold that bill of goods that we have to be happy all the time. If we're not happy, then something's wrong. If they're not happy, something's wrong. It doesn't mean that something's wrong all the time. It just means that you're human and you get to try and feel every emotion. And we have been taught to, or taught to just push down our feelings, not do it. And we'll power our way through it again. I am a card carrying member of that club, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, we tend to, it's almost a form of manipulation when we end up trying to make people feel a certain way, be able to have a better attitude. Um, we tend to withhold or, um, overindulge or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, we'll just pass that, but we tend to, um, enable, uh, other people in doing whatever they're going to do so that it just kind of keeps the peace. What happens is it just perpetuates things. So, and it's a form of manipulation and we don't, nobody likes to be manipulated, but we tend to end up doing that unconsciously, not even realizing most of the time. We also need to understand that we're not here to fix everybody's problems. I know, I know you're going to tell me, but Ange, seriously, it is my job. It's my job to fix the problem. Say you're a mom, it's your actual job that you're earning money for to be able to have it. And you're saying, but it is my problem. But Let's actually dive into that one for just a moment. Parts of your job can be part of that. However, there are other parts of it. And I've been in, you know, the, the working sector. I've seen myself do it. I've seen other people do it. And what happens is that, like I touched on before, well, if they're not going to do it, it's up to me. I have to do it. No one else is doing it. And then there's this big, huge story, resentment, all the things that play out in that. And that's, we get to dive into that when you end up working one-on-one -on -one with me so that you can understand why we do what we do and how that ends up playing out in that. But so it is, but let's, let's look at it. What actually is, um, it can be a responsibility to be able to help them by teaching and showing them by being the example of how to be able to self-regulate their emotions and their words, sometimes teach them those are inside thoughts, um, that sort of thing, or be able to manage their own problems and teach them. It will feel like sometimes... I know for me, like um, nails on a chalkboard or that it's going slower than anything. And it could feel very uncomfortable, very painful to help teach them how to regulate that, how to teach them how to be able to be self-sufficient and how to be able to end up managing those things, their emotions, their problems. But if you don't, what you're doing is you're just enabling them. 
they're going to not want to put on, put in effort because why should they, you're doing it for them. And then, um, and you're making it easy for them as well as you're perpetuating the problem and you are creating so much more stress and anxiety and resentment and all the things and possible anger and all the things, right. But it brings to mind a lesson that a parable, right. That we've talked about, you know, the fishermen. So you can feed a man, a fish for a day and you, he eats for that day. But if you actually teach him how to fish, he eats for life. So that's where you have to end up teaching and giving the skills. And this is where I want to end up helping you to be able to do that. So your responsibilities are to manage your own resources. That is, again, it's your time. That's your money, um, your yourself. That means your effort, your physical body, um, and all the things that go with that, your mental and also your emotional. So mental can be your mindset. It can also be what you're feeding into it. So are you feeding it all negative BS, all negative bullshit, or are you feeding and growing your mind and expanding that? Or are you keeping in an echo chamber? Where, where are you at in your mental state? Your emotional state, sometimes like whenever we are dating or in relationships, we tend to be all in, you know, you've, you've heard of like love bombing, we're all in. And then the, the mental kind of like spins out and then it, ends up having that, or you're so invested in, in a person that you don't even know, like when you're dating, you're, you're so invested. You already know the mental state has already gotten you to, you know, y'all are married and all this stuff, but we haven't even gone on like second or third date. Right. I know I've been guilty of that whenever I was dating. And so you're doing that and then you're crushed to be able to have that. I'm not saying to not have that in there, but be able to look at the rules and the beliefs and the stories that we have going on in that, that create that. And when you end up working with me, you get to see the coaching model again, how that plays out, like what our thoughts end up creating and generating feelings that drive our actions, that give us our results that we want and, or that we don't want. Um, but it's your job to manage that. Now, manage how you manage your resources, any of them is let's look at your money because that's the easiest for everybody to be able to understand. First, when you have money, you be able to fill your fill up your bank. That's your inside for if you're talking about mental or um, the, yourself or even emotional, right? Spiritual all of it. And you get a choice to either invest it, spend it or give it, but you get to choose that. You only have a finite amount until you have to end up replenishing. Right. And so you get to choose how you're going to invest it, spend it, 
So investing it is to be able to invest in yourself that you know that it will make things stronger, that um, you will have sustainability, that it will end up giving you growth. And then with, with a return on investment, right? Then if you spend it, then you spend it normally. When you spend it, you're getting something in return. So we end up doing it. It could be immediate return or it could be later. Um, and then be able to um, give it out is just, you're just giving it away. So you're giving and putting in all this emotional effort and it's, um, and you're not getting back what you need or what you're expecting, say, because you're expecting you're spending it, but you're not spending it because you're not getting the investment back. Gets a little wonky whenever you talk about that kind of stuff, but we can end up diving into that later. But it's your responsibility to manage those in that. So how do you do that? First of all, you're going to be kind to yourself. This is not a time for you to judge yourself. This is say like for your time, you feel you overbook yourself. You overbook your kids. You overbook your husband. You're trying to get it all in, but you're exhausted and frazzled and emotionally just drained because you have not been kind to yourself and you have just been going nonstop over this. Well, what happens is that when you end up doing that, it just gives you to where you're not being kind to yourself. And then you're going to beat yourself up and it creates this self-judgment, self-loathing, martyrdom, blaming other people, resentment, all the things, and you're just exhausted and it can physically drain you and you can get sick, whatever. Right. I mean, I'm extrapolating going out and doing worst case scenario, but those are some things that I've seen with my clients. So be kind to yourself, start to understand how you work and how you best function and then guard that. Try things that are a little bit new. So, okay, I'm going to back off. You're going to feel guilt. You're going to feel ickiness in some way. And that's okay. You can be able to have that. But you need to be able to put the oxygen mask off first. Uh, put your oxygen mask on first so that you could be able to help other people so that you can have an overflowing and have the energy and the yes, the overflowing for, to be able to give in your life and to show up how you want to, you also need to be curious. So whenever you end up having it, if there is some have tos, shoulds, need to, supposed tos, anything like that, those are sneaky ways that are rules that are based in beliefs. And these beliefs and these rules that are not helping you at all, you're going to look at those and you're going to be able to say, okay, well, the have to, shoulds, need to, supposed to, anything like that. You get to ask yourself, okay, is this going, is this helping me? Is it useful? Is it getting me to the person that I want to become? Is it getting me to the aspired life that I want? If it's not, and it's creating more stress, then that is when you get to look at the rules and say, mm, do I want to tweak it? 
keep it or exchange. That's TKE. And we use that a lot in the coaching. So you can actually look at it. You might like some of it, but you don't like a little bit of it. So say, well, I have to um, have a clean bathroom. Well, we all want a clean bathroom, but you don't like doing it. Well, I get to end up cleaning it. That could be a tweak to where it just that mental shift of like, I get to that enters gratefulness that you actually have a bathroom because some people don't or, and that you have, and it's in a nice home. I mean, you can, you get to create the narrative and the story in your life surrounding whatever it is. So you get to choose that. And in doing that, then you get to be able to look at that and give back what isn't yours. So you're going to exchange it. So if you realize that like, oh, this is what my parents always said, I've never really liked it or I liked it, but now I've changed so much that it doesn't really fit me in my life and where I want to be. So you know what? I'm going to give that back. Now it's going to take time. Sometimes you could just drop it, leave it where it is, give it back to them and say, that's not a part of me anymore. And it's okay. And you'll have that shift And then everything is hunky-dory until you get to the next belief that may or may not be working for you. But what you can end up doing is being able to remind yourself, being kind to yourself and saying, oh, yeah, I remember that's not mine anymore. That doesn't fit who I want to be and how I want to show up and what my life, what I want my life to look like. And so you can end up being able to give that back. And... Sometimes we keep those beliefs out of nostalgia, but they're not really helping us. So we need to end up being able to look at that and weigh that in. How important is that? Does it align with your values? That is where when you work with me, we start learning how to be able to align with our values, align with who we want to be, the aspired person that we want to be, the aspired life that we want, and then also the person that we've grown into at this point in time in your life. Because sometimes you're fighting the old with the current and with the future. And so they're coming in with a clash and sometimes we just get paralyzed and we get stopped. And that's where we get to tease that all out when you work with me. So um, also to be able to understand that you can have multiple emotions at the same time. We think that it's a black and white situation, that it's an all or nothing situation. So if I'm scared, I can't possibly be confident in myself. Well, you could be scared about the situation, but you could still be confident within yourself. They're like, okay, this is what I do know. I can be able to do, I have these skills and I have the ability to figure this out. And part of that, that confidence is a byproduct of deep, growing self-trust and self-love and self-compassion to be able to do that. And while you're going through this process that I'm outlining right now, that is where you start building that and you start in real time, getting there, noticing and being present in your life and in this. And then you're going to have thoughts. You're going to have stories. You're going to have rules that come up and you go, Oh, and sometimes you may not even be aware of that mental part of that, but you'll definitely be knowing the feeling 
you'd be like, oh, this feels icky. Wait, why do I feel icky? Oh, it's because of this story. Oh, it's because of this rule. Because if I don't follow this rule, then this story happens. And it goes normally to the worst case scenario. Of course, we're going to end up doing that. That's what we've been programmed to do. That's what um, our mental, you know, our lizard brain, our monkey brain, our primal brain, whatever you want to call it. It's going to offer that story to you, right? But we also have a prefrontal cortex to where we can be the problem solver, the creative one to be able to end up looking at it going, okay, we're going to be kind to ourselves and we're going to have this feeling of um, ickiness of whatever feeling it is. It could be shame and guilt and also be able to hold ourselves and say, you know what? I know it feels like crap right now but we're choosing this way. Let's go this way. And it could be hard for a moment, but the more that you remind yourself, the more that you show up for yourself and start letting go and giving back what isn't yours, then you start building that confidence and that self-trust. Well, that is all that I have for you today. And I want to be able to invite you to be able to if you want to know what coaching is like, what it is like to be able to work with me, I'm offering a free session of coaching. Uh, you can end up getting the link down in the show notes, or you can end up going to AngelaPowellCoaching.com and just do the get started. That'll give you to where you can do just book a consultation and I can do the consultation and um, we can do some coaching on that. And I can be able to get you a little bit clearer on what are your next best steps. Guys, thank you so much for joining me and I am excited for what's coming up. So if you want to know more about resources, message me, email me at hello at Angie Powell, A-N-G-I-P-O-W-E-L-L.com. Also in the show notes, you can end up doing that or just stay tuned. Follow me at all the socials. It's at Angela Powell Coaching. Um, on Facebook and um, Instagram. So y'all have a great day. Y'all go forth, be awesome and be fucking beautiful. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Confident AF, embracing your badass true self. You must sign up for a consult call if this resonated with you at all. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com, all one word. This coaching program is a must if you have even one area of your life that you want more confidence in or address more confidence in other areas of your life. What is it costing you to not be confident AF? I look forward to hearing from you. Y'all go forth and be awesome. <laughs>